What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world, where I talk about the most important lessons, learnings, wins, and losses behind the scenes at Morning Brew. And, you know, I'd feel remiss if I didn't talk about the recent Morning Brew news around our new partnership with Business Insider, I'm sure. For many of you who are listening to Founders Journal and who are avid listeners to the show, you're expecting an episode about this. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about the personal side of the acquisition. Let's do it. So here's what I'm not going to talk about in this conversation. I'm not going to talk about the numbers of the deal. I'm not going to talk about the percentage of the business that was purchased, what wasn't purchased. I'm going to talk about the emotional side of deal making as it relates to entrepreneurs and founders. Because I think a lot of people have this perception that when a deal is done, it is, you know, only positive, it is only celebratory. And I, I think people envision it like the Super Bowl, where after you win the Super Bowl, you go to a nightclub and basically do nothing except for party uh, 24 hours straight. That is not exactly how it goes. At least that's not how it goes for me. So I want to talk for a second about what the, what the emotional process of selling any part of a business has been like, and then how I approached you know, celebrating this deal and how I think about the business moving forward. The way I think about selling a company is it's actually an incredibly tough decision and moment for entrepreneurs. What I liken it to is, you know, as a parent, you know, one of the most fulfilling things for a parent is to have children, right? And to help those children grow, to nurture them with values and lessons. And obviously, one of the toughest things I believe for a parent, I'm not a parent, but from what I hear from parents, is the concept of becoming an empty nester. When you've spent the last, call it 18 years with your children, spending time with them every day, teaching them lessons, watching them grow. And then around the age of 18, they go off to college. And basically, from that point on, you spend far less time with your children than you did in the previous 18 years of your life. I think a lot of the, the anxiety that founders feel around doing any sort of deals that changes the status quo of basically owning the whole business and running the business exactly how you see fit is this concept of the empty nester where you've spent so much blood, sweat, and tears growing something into something that you're really proud of, and then something changes that breaks the status quo. And so what I would say is, you know, as things have materialized, I'm not exactly stressed in the way I think a normal empty nester would be stressed because I do believe that we continue to be able to execute on Morning Brew strategy irrespective of the transaction. You know, we're spending as much time on the company as we were prior to it, right? So it is different because it, you know, if you're an empty nester, the idea is that you're spending less time with your kids, not more time. But I think it, there's this anticipatory anxiety around how things will change and you know, how life will change and how your connection and relationship with the business will change. I think oftentimes that presents, sorry, that prevents founders from deciding to go through with transactions because of the fear of the unknown of how things will look different 
when you're no longer the only one that has has stake in the business. So what I want to say about the deal generally is that I'm incredibly excited for it. I think we have found an incredible partner in Business Insider and then Axel Springer. For those of you who don't know, Insider um, was founded and the CEO of the company is Henry Blodgett. Insider Inc. includes Business Insider, but it also includes Business Insider Intelligence and eMarketer, which Business Insider bought a number of years ago. And then Insider Inc. is owned by Axel Springer. Axel Springer is a massive media conglomerate, conglomerate based out of Germany who has a portfolio of media companies. And obviously now Morning Brew is within that family. One of the reasons we were so excited about this deal is because Axel Springer has a history of not only acquisitions, but acquisitions that are incredibly founder or entrepreneur friendly, where basically they say, hey, we love what you're doing. You're the expert at it. We want to be able to participate in the upside by acquiring a majority stake in your business. But the last thing we want to do is tell you how to run your business because you have been incredibly successful in getting here. So just let us know if you need help, but keep doing things the way you're doing them. And we, we'd love to be along for the ride. And you know, for Austin and I, one thing that as we were thinking about if at any point we were to do a deal like this, our view was we had to continue to be able to run the business we want to run the business. We are far too fulfilled by working with incredibly talented people, developing a strategy that we feel excited about coming into work to execute on every day, and a culture that is so incredibly special that has attracted some of the smartest, most warm-hearted people in the world. And so, you know, we were, it wasn't the type of thing we were actively looking to do any sort of transaction, but to us, if we were to ever do one, we needed a partner like Insider and Axel Springer who respected the game t- game plan and the strategy and and the abilities of the founders that they decided to partner with. The the second part of this is how did I celebrate? Because again, going back to the beginning, I think a lot of people believe that when entrepreneurs sell parts of their company or when, you know, athletes win big awards or championships, they go and they just party nonstop. And I forgot who was telling me this the other day, but uh Clayton Kershaw, who's a top baseball player in the world. He's a pitcher. He won the Cy Young Award. And I believe someone told me that when, when Clayton Kershaw won the Cy Young and a reporter asked him, what are you going to do? And they may have even asked it as a leading question where they're like, are you go- you're going to go to the club after this? And he was basically like, no, I'm going to go back to my apartment. I'm going to hang with one of my high school or college buddies. We're going to drink beers and we're going to play video games. And that's kind of the feeling that I got from this whole thing where I think in general, as a person, I'm not one to celebrate. It's, it's definitely something that I think I need to get better at. I, I think I've generally been good um, as a leader at celebrating wins, small or large, that other people accomplish. But I think in doing that for myself is an area where I need to develop further. Uh, I'm always go, go, go. And I find it very difficult to take a step back and reflect, reflect on the journey. And you know, just as a quick anecdote, one of the ways that I have been able to find time to reflect on kind of my life, but also building a company is going back to documentation of the business over the last five years. So whether that's looking at emails that um, I had with Austin, my co-founder in the early days, or whether that's 
pictures that have been taken over the last four or five years of our original office space or our 1 million uh, reader party. To me, those are like the most invaluable tools to jog my memory of kind of what this journey has been, been like. But just to you know, answer the question straight up, how did I celebrate? There, there are basically three things that I did. I ate pizza. I ate barbecue chicken pizza and just normal cheese pizza as a nod to my dad, who was an incredible role model for me as a person and a professional. And on his birthday, he would always like his go-to birthday meal was pizza and a beer. I didn't end up having a beer, but I had pizza. Ended up just watching TV and kind of hanging because candidly, after a day of getting texts, LinkedIn messages from hundreds of people, I was drained. Uh, like I, I felt like I could have fallen asleep at 7.30 at night. Um, and the final was my family and my co-founder Austin's family FaceTimed for a while just to you know reflect on where we've come, where we're going. And we went through some of those pictures and emails that I talked about before. So how do I think about things going forward? Well, one is how I think about it for the broader media industry. I hope that this deal opens the door for other creators and brands and entrepreneurs to build audience-centric businesses that are profitable from the early days that create deep brand affinity for a very specific customer. And it hopefully is validation that you don't need to raise a lot of money to have a really positive outcome and build a really successful business. And as I think about where the brew is going, at the end of the day, our goal is simple. We want to build a billion-dollar media brand by empowering the modern business leader with engaging and accessible content. The way we're going to do that is from transitioning from newsletter business to true multi-platform, multi-context media business. That sounds like a really simple transition, but that actually increases the complexity and the risk of the business exponentially. We're talking about doing one thing really well and going and doing several things really well. So going from just doing newsletter well to going from and doing newsletter, podcast, audio, video, social, web, events, and not only just doing that for news, but doing that for other things that the modern business leader cares about. This is one of the reasons I'm so excited about having Insider and Axel as a partner is because with increased complexity and risk, there's obviously increased upside, but there's also, hence the word risk, uh, increased odds of failure. And so to have it partners that have built muscles, motions, and competencies in, in parts of media that we are just starting to get into, to me, that is the best insurance policy to hopefully mitigate some of the, of the risk and, and simplify some of the complexity that we're going to experience over the coming years. But I'm incredibly excited for the future of the business. I really believe we're going to build a billion-dollar company by being the most audience-obsessed media company in the world. And I'm incredibly excited by the partners that we've decided to go into business with. And I really, 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 really believe that this is inning two of a nine-inning business. And newsletters were just the tip of the iceberg. And now with close to 3 million obsessed users in our ecosystem, the world is our oyster to deliver them more content, to get more people into our ecosystem, and to monetize our audience through adding direct value to them. So this is uh, an ex a really exciting time for the entire business. Hopefully this has given you kind of a more real backstage pass into what it's like to go through a, a transaction as a founder. And all I can say is I'm super excited for the future and I'm super excited for you to 
be along for the journey. One request of you is to go leave a review for the Founders Journal on Apple podcast. Thanks and have a great rest of your day. Later, guys. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.